welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This isn't a game. This is life on the streets. It's about using your fists and your feet. You live in life on your own. No one's going to help you. You might as well be called a renegade. Renegade. Excellent. That's the game we're going to cover it in is. this episode. Yeah. Can, can you remember it? Well, of- I, I took to coin a phrase that, that you often use. This is it, surely. This is the one. Well, this, yeah, this is great. It, this it is, is great. brilliant. It's, it's, although, it's the best game ever. Isn't although, it? when I think of Renegade, automatically I think of Target Renegade. So, as usual, the question will be did I ever really play this game we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did I just play another one with a similar name? You'll know if you've played with Big Bertha or not, darling. <laughs> But that, that's what happens with our podcast, isn't it? Because we spend this first half trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happens. That was a really good intro. I like that. Was it? Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. You could tell the uh, the uh, the Christmas break. Did you did you good? One of our latest videos has done quite well for us. Uh, where the way of the exploding fist. Uh, that's uh, that's out on on YouTube and podcasts and things. And uh, thanks to everyone for for watching and listening to that episode. Yeah, we're starting to get some people who might actually like us. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, let's let's do a. I'm going to give a shout out to um, Spectrum Hero on Twitter. So that's at Hero underscore Spectrum. Thank you very much for uh, supporting us and uh, always retweet retweeting our uh, our posts, our tweets. Thanks for the support. Really, really appreciate that. And to our fans in Denmark and Belgium, uh, we've definitely got some hardcore listeners of the podcast in those two countries, Denmark and Belgium. Thank you so much. Yeah, and we got some regulars on YouTube now, which is nice. Stephen, uh, he's always commenting on our videos. He'll know who he is when I say, yes, mate, we are going to look at chaos. He's very keen that we look at chaos. Uh, <laughs> we, we will be doing that one, both me and John and Chris. I think we all remember that one, don't we? Well, uh, chaos, Julian Gollop. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we got to do uh, Laser Squad, Rebel Star. Yeah. We'd probably uh, maybe do the whole lot in one go. I don't know. But yeah, we got to look at those. Oh, no, no. Each one of those deserves. Oh, is it going to be a series? A series of videos? Oh, I love Laser Squad. I love Laser Squad. That was great. Wasn't that a meme? Um, that come out on the spectrum? Uh, Rebel Star. Rebel was Star on the and Rebel Star Assault, wasn't it? I think Laser Squad was yep. Amiga, wasn't it? Laser Squad may have only been Amiga. And yeah. then later, on, on PC, Laser Squad Nemesis, I think. Yeah. and then Which was a kind of play-by-mail. It was, it was multiplayer in that you would send what you've done and it would go via an email someone would have to download that play it and that was great i really really enjoyed that that was like before free to play games are kind of really kicking off i think it was a completely different business model like a subscription i, th- I think i think I, th- I thought that was very interesting and i really enjoyed playing that but uh, yeah maybe that's a bit obscure but uh, laser squad nemesis we're slightly going off into the weeds we're talking about renegade yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, let's get back to, let's get back to Renegade. <laughs> Tell everyone about Renegade. Today's game is Renegade, everybody. Renegade. <laughs> renegade, Renegade. Renegade. And, uh, yeah. yeah, make sure you explain it for uh, all our young viewers. Who all those young viewers, all those, all two of them that are, that are listening in. <laughs> Hello, kids. Young. <laughs> it's, it's your yeah, uncle you can... bill here again yeah. to tell you about today's game which is renegade uh which is a arcade game um came out in 1986 those uh, clever japanese yet again making yet another amazing arcade game um ooh, who made this one um who was it uh oh uh, Yo- oh blimey I'm, I'm gonna murder this name i'm sure I'm, please forgive me yoshihisa kishimoto um who not surprisingly after having made this game then went on to do double dragon which probably more people know i would suspect as far as the arcade machine goes i don't know about Chris, but I don't actually remember playing Renegade in the arcade. I know years later, no. I know, yeah, no, I, I, I certainly didn't play it when it came out, but I do remember seeing the Renegade arcade machine sometime later, might even be like the early 90s or something in an arcade and thinking, oh, wow, wait a minute, that's that's that game I used to play on the Spectrum. I think it was only then that I ever even realised it was an arcade machine so really yeah. it was you know it's far 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 later on after playing it on the spectrum um yeah. the uh that was um taito yeah developers of technos of japan published by taito as far as the actual arcade machine and then there was obviously the usual home versions that came out in 87 the spectrum version that was imagine software uh but have we uh, uh, let, but what kind of game was it? Well, it, yeah, that's the interesting thing. We didn't even know what one of these was back then. This kind of was was defined by the guy that made this and even quoted as saying, beat them up. Because he wanted yeah. to develop a game uh, that was the opposite of the fighting games that existed at the time, which really were one punch and you were dead or one punch and the enemy was dead. There was no fighting and he, you know, he was a fan of you know, the Bruce Lee films and that sort of thing, which were prolonged fight scenes where it wasn't just one punch and you were down, perhaps like sort of an American film of the time or like your Western films, you might have one punch, they'd fly over the bar and into a load of bottles and that was it, they didn't get up. Whereas he wanted the sort of more prolonged fighting, uh, so which is where we sort of get the beat em up term from yeah. now. It introduced a huge, and I really didn't know this until researching it we both played this game when it came out but i didn't realize quite how influential it was in many aspects of beat-em-ups it wasn't just the type of fighting the style of fighting so you actually got into a brawl you punch kick your opponent and they would get stunned you'd then be able to grab them and i think knee them from memory and then you could i think perhaps even throw them you could throw them over your head something like that you could throw them off an abyss and they die you know yeah this is where my memories get jumbled i i don't know if i'm mixing some of my memories with double dragon because i think in double dragon you could pick up baseball bats i think yeah, I'm I think not quite were, sure if in, yeah, you could pick I'm up sure oil drums and, and yeah, there yeah. were things you could pick up. That's right. And and the other thing to mention is it's not just a because because if you say beat them up, or I don't know what what do you call like Street Fighter or because this isn't this is 
side-scrolling, you walk left to right, you're on an adventure, you um, fight different characters, but you just keep going. It's not one-on-one... No, there's multiple it's, enemies. You're getting surrounded. Right. Well, that's I say. You say you say you're moving left and right. Well, as far as the screens go, the progression is. But like I was saying, this game introduced lots of things I hadn't even it hadn't occurred to me. But you got up and down as well. Yeah, it yeah. sounds ridiculous to say. It's like wow, really? You can go up and down. Well, but you know, back then, of course, there wasn't. So you actually had eight directions. Certainly, arcade was eight directional. The the actual joystick, which also meant that you had to have more buttons. Because back in those days, jump was up on most mm. games. You, 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 if you had a jump, it was up, which is really annoying. If you're moving the joystick around, you're accidentally jumping. I'm sure anyone's experienced that. It's a pain in the bum. Um, so you had a jump button and two attack buttons, which again was really rare. So it was a three-button, multi-directional arcade cabinet, which was really unusual. Um, so. Well, I I bet they really solved that really well on the spectrum with with only one fire button, right? Or is it multiple, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> multiple keys? <laughs> this, is, this is the whole point of this podcast, is that we're going to talk about the game. We haven't played it for a million years, and in a bit you'll get the opportunity to play along with us, and we'll have a go at uh, yeah, playing it ourselves and then come back <laughs> and actually tell you how we got on. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I can't remember how that worked i just remember it was a really good game and i really enjoyed it uh so i hope they worked it out (laughs) (laughs) well i was reading i think it was on on the amstrad cpc version or something it meant someone i think i've read correct me if i'm wrong that what they did was that you could play with the joystick but they also enabled a couple of the keys on the keyboard so you can get that three fire buttons because because remember in those days joysticks only ever had one button Wow. Right. So, but you imagine doing that. I mean, I don't know if it was in the, I can't remember some of those kind of like flight simulator looking type joysticks would have those rubber suction pads on the bottom. I can imagine like you'd stick it on the desk perhaps so you could play with it and then also access the keyboard. But I thought if it was in your hand, that would be, that would have been impossible. It would have been horrible to play. Yeah. I spent on the spectrum. Wow. I spent we using joysticks for this one. <laughs> well, the controls in the arcade, according to the internet, you're going to like this because I know you like uh, difficult. Games. <laughs> oh yeah, please, I, I do I, like. I, I think I think you'll you'll be pleased to hear it's it's quite simple because we'll probably try and play the arcade version if we can via some sort of emulation. But anyway, pressing the attack button of the character's cu- current direction will cause him to throw punches, while the opposite attack button causes him to perform a rear kick instead. When certain enemies are stunned after a few punches or a single kick the player character can approach him for a collar grab and kick him repeatedly with the front attack button or perform a shoulder throw with the opposite attack button. While jumping, the player can press either attack button for a jump kick towards that particular direction. Pressing the joystick left or right twice quickly will cause the player to run, at which point point pressing front attack button will perform a running punch. Jumping will automatically perform a flying kick. The rear attack button will bring the player to a sudden halt and perform a back kick. Pressing down over a fallen enemy will make the player sit on top of them, at which point pressing the front attack button will cause the player to pummel them. All of the boss you characters, can sit on them. with the exception of <laughs> Sabu, can only be sat on or put a collar grab on if their health is low enough. Otherwise, they will push the player off. <laughs> you can see it on character. Um... <laughs> and I would like to point out... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd like to point out that this is a very forward-thinking game, and there are ladies in this game that you can beat up. <laughs> hey, ladies, I'm sorry, I really am, okay? I didn't know there was a sit-down-on-you button. I was trying to press the jump button. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sure you didn't, buddy. Got your buttons mixed up? I'll punch you on the button. I'll punch you on a damn joystick. Come on, girls, let's get him. It was <laughs> it's one of the few games I remember women being in it. Yeah, but the, the, I think we ought to go into that whole story of that then, because from, and I, of course, I had no idea about this when I played Renegade or Target Renegade back in the day. What, girls? Um, well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> I had no idea that this was a westernized version that we were playing. Yeah. So the original, I don't even don't know if the original had these kind of this kind of biker gang, female biker gang, or you know, um, um, going on, because the original was in Japan and it was all about the guy defending. He was at school. It was a school kid defending one of his friends who used to get beaten up every day and the story goes along about uh him getting revenge or protecting his friend right yeah. was the version we got they completely changed the sprites they completely changed everything and we got a there's the film warriors we got that kind of a warriors like game your girlfriend's uh, big kind of, kidnapped go and get her back yeah <laughs> that's yeah. basically it yeah <laughs> and was that and do you think and that was published by ocean on the spectrum and then from, from what i understand then the the subs, subsequent games were just made by ocean themselves had nothing to do with the original that's right creator. yeah so they, i want so i mean was Ocean, was the version that we got, this American, westernized, Americanized version, was that actually made in the UK, I wonder? Well, so, the, the arcade version was just reskinned to appeal, oh, right. okay, to, so, appeal yeah. to the probably predominantly American audience, I would have thought, because that's yeah. where you're going to sell most, most machines. I doubt they were yeah. particularly concerning themselves with the UK. No, yeah. Uh, and as I say, I. Again, I didn't see it. I don't. I don't know how well it proliferated. Oh, big word over here in the arcades because I don't remember seeing it. So I don't think we did get it because you compare it to Double Dragon, which was a massive hit. It was everywhere. It was in every pub and every arcade. The the you know the the spiritual follow up um, Double Dragon, which was originally going to be a follow up, but they they ended up changing it into into double dragon but the home version yeah i mean that that a got bought as you say by i think it was ocean was it we said and they made a follow-up which we sort of briefly mentioned at the beginning as to whether we couldn't remember whether we played renegade or target renegade i specifically do remember playing mm -hmm. renegade and target renegade um renegade i played at my friend's house when that came out, it was like the big, big game when it came out. Target Renegade is what I had, and I've still got my copy of Target Renegade. If you're watching us on our YouTube channel, you're probably looking at it now. And for the purposes of the video, I did buy the original Renegade on the Hit Squad label um, just for the purposes of this video. So I hope all you people out there who are watching and listening to us are grateful that I've gone to the extent of paying 
two pounds or whatever it was <laughs> to get hold of the original Renegade <laughs> for the sake of this video. Um, so yeah, they did do the follow-up Target Renegade, but that was really over here. Um, that was never that wasn't based on an arcade machine and yeah. i'm not even going to mention the third one because it's awful and i don't want to talk about it target renegade was brilliant the follow-up to yeah. this game that we're talking about today on the podcast was absolutely brilliant it was two player i remember yeah. distinctly playing it with my mate daniel i hope he's listening god love you man we had great times playing that game together but why they had, oh no, why they thought they had to change it so much? <laughs> oh no, the kids they love it, right? They love they love future, they love this whole teenage mutant tinge of turtle thing, don't they? So they sit in a time machine and your dinosaurs and Jurassic Park. That's the latest thing, you know. Oh god. But I don't think was Teenage Mutant Ninja Tina Turner out then? Or? I need a hero! A teenage turtle, teetle, turtle, teetle, turtle, turtle hero. Kill me. Teenage Mutant Teetle Turtle. Yeah, of course it was. That was, that was, well, yeah, by the time, well, yeah, I mean, this, when did this version come out? Renegade came out 87. Target Renegade, when did that come out? That was a year or two after that. So that would have been 88, 89. So yeah, Turtles was out sort of 88, wasn't it? Around then. Yeah. But it's funny because people nowadays, Action films all have a little bit of martial arts in them. Maybe yeah. people don't, people can't think, you know, the young uns again, they, they watch a film and it's going to have action fight sequences, which have all got martial arts. But in those days, in the late 80s, 90s, it would be a martial arts film, a, a film, you know, so you could see that influence of like Renegade and maybe that's uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Bruce Lee films, or uh, I don't know if Jackie Chan, Sacred Armor of God. Can you remember that one? Was it Sacred Armor of God? Armor of Jackie God. Yeah. Armor, armor of God. Armor of God. Yeah. Yeah. That was An amazing. Armor of God too. Yeah. Operation they were Combat great. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. So, but but pff, yeah, that's but that was that's what I was saying. Did yeah, it was amazing that this game introduced all those sorts of things that we just hadn't had before. Yeah. Well, you mentioned playing with your friend. Does that mean, do we need a friend to be able to play this? No, that's what I'm saying. Know, we the, don't, no, the first one's single don't. player. No, no, no. The Renegade, oh. Renegade was, was single player. I, I'm 90%. That's a bit of luck. That's a bit yeah. of luck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's um, a bit of luck for us. I, I'm tempted to play Target Renegade as well, but I mean, we, we will um, we will stick with Renegade for the sake of the uh, the podcast. But um, yeah, so it, as far as over here and as far as on the spectrum, it went on to spawn at least one other good game which was target renegade which is a, a massive hit um but as far as arcade um renegade was the only renegade game but of course over in japan as as chris was touching on there it they didn't have renegade it was i'm gonna try and say it a neketsu koha kunyokun was the Japanese uh, name for this game, arcade game, which roughly translates as hot-blooded tough guy Kunio. Yeah. Which... Uh, well, I, they should have stuck with that, really. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't, we don't, you know, I'm not going to name which one of us that most suits, but one of us is quite like that. <laughs> one of us, one of us three, 
it might be the silent one you never hear from uh, <laughs> producer john sat there is the is the, the hot-blooded uh, producer john would have been about 10 guy. then when this game came out 1987 he wouldn't spectrum. have been like he wouldn't have been allowed to play because it had women in it he wouldn't have been his, his mum, mum would have said no <laughs> He wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> it was on a spectrum. It must have been educational. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Definitely. What else was happening in uh, 86, 87, then in the, in the... Well, 86, when the arcade game came out, we games we were doing playing back then on the specky, Jack the Nipper, which I remember having, uh, The Great Escape, Quasitron, it was a great game. The Trap Door. So remember that? That was a great game. I had that as well. BMX yeah, yeah. Simulator, which was a, a great, um, that was a, a budget game. Yeah, to be honest, that's the one that sticks out most to me. Mm, BMX Simulator. Game. I remember getting that on the £1, I think £1.99. Yeah, and Iridium. Shoot em up? Yeah. Yeah. Better than our type? Oh, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> not, we're not opening those old wounds. <laughs> uh, I do. I actually. I don't remember playing Iridium. I remember playing Iridium Plus on the my one two eight. I don't think I ever played the original Iridium, but I do anyway. But there we are. Hmm. Um, but I mean, it. It. Uh, oh, look! The game show catchphrase started that year, <laughs> <laughs> and Clive Sinclair, good old Clivey Wivey, sells the rights to Amstrad for the ZX Spectrum. Hello, children. Yes, it, it's me, your, your old Uncle Clive. I don't want you to cry or worry, but yes, it's true. I, I did move some of my um unwanted stock over to that clever chap over at uh, Amstrad. But life goes on for me, as you can see. I've, uh, I've been uh, <clears throat> very busy. Uh, but don't you get distracted by uh, the silly things of life. Uh, you, you, you carry on playing your ZX Spectrums. Uh, a good game to play is Renegade, an excellent uh, fighting game. Now I've completed it, of course, and uh, and, and so is my wife. Uh, so that's when it moved over, and I think the uh, they went to eight plus two and plus three, and all that sort of got started getting made. So it was okay. an interesting time, but it was yeah, it wasn't until eighty seven when we got we got it on the on the home computers. Uh, it did very well. Um, I've actually got the uh, edition of Crash here that it was in. Uh, it got 89%. In fact, I think it was one away from getting a Crash Smash. Crash Smash was what you would get awarded, I think, if it was over 90 or over, which like their sort of uh, gold medal sort of award thing they'd give to titles. Um, I think the reason they didn't is because it's, uh, you'll be pleased with this, it's because it's easy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Apparently, it's quite easy. Well, uh, they should have they should have given it the gold award or whatever it was. I mean, one percent. You imagine being in the office there, like, oh, should we give it eighty nine or ninety? I mean, what difference did it make to them? I mean, I, I mentioned <laughs> that this is it was a, it was a forward thinking uh, game in in the whole sort of you know sphere of uh, of, uh, of men and women appearing in games the the women are, of course do have sort of whips and are in bikinis but <laughs> so it does 
sort of let the side down. Sounds a bit, a bit exploitative. Well, yes. yeah, I mean, I mean, also this this review in Crash. I don't know whether it's me, but it, it, I don't know. They seem a bit sexually repressed at the Crash offices. I don't know whether they were all sort of. Oh, and it does here. It says seven ninety pounds, seven pound ninety five. Look, when it came out, mm. seven pound ninety five. Yeah, uh, the things you do for girls. Having arranged to meet Lucy across town, you find yourself getting off a train at a station filled with disreputable types intent on mugging you, or worse. What's what's worse than that? Anyway, so to teach your lady love... Oh, sorry, not teach. So to reach your lady love, you must negotiate five landscapes of action. The station, the pier, the seedy back streets, where you find the girls... Hey, 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 there ain't nothing wrong with meeting women in the so-called seedy back streets, okay? I mean, take these broads behind me here, okay? They used to work in the games industry till they found out they weren't getting paid as much as the men. Uh, don't come around here talking about women to me. I know good women, okay? Yeah, you get out of here, you punk. The streets near your meeting place and the meeting place itself. <laughs> Sounds thrilling, doesn't it? At each, lo- <laughs> at each location, you meet different gangs, unarmed muggers, chain-swinging hell's angels, whip-wielding wheel- <laughs> whip females led by Big Bertha, and razor-waving thugs. What's a razor-waving thug? How do you even show a razor on Spectrum? You- Isn't that... Everything they're holding looks like cucumbers. There's not enough fidelity on the spectrum <laughs> to show somebody holding those are, a razor. Those aren't, just those aren't, those aren't cucumbers, Phil. Uh-oh. Your only chance of getting through the night is to use your martial arts skills and send your attackers reeling. You can kick, knee, and punch your opponents. Most assailants need to be downed twice before they're overcome, but some can be pushed to their destruction. Knocking out an opponent <laughs> earns you points. The more effective the blow, the more points. Wow. So So great, isn't it? So we should be able to complete it then. Yeah. And and even when you reach your girlfriend, Lucy, your moments of undying love are cut short as the gangs close in and your ordeal begins again. So it's one of those games when you complete it and get the girl, you've got to start again. Of course. Yeah. It's an allegory, isn't it, really, for, for relationships? You go through the misery of trying to find a girl, get beaten up, razored, cucumbered, <laughs> finally get a girl, have a kiss, and then, then she goes, no, 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 you got to go through that all again. you got to go back to the pier and the meeting place and, uh, and hang around with the girls with the whips again and go all through that again. And get cucumbered, and uh, then I'll give you another kiss. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a common story, isn't it, lads? Everybody listening, you've all been through it. It's, it's the hero's journey. It is. It really is. You can see where the influence from the Bruce Lee films come from. I remember that episode of the Bruce Lee film with the whip and the cucumber. I think it might have been called that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I cannot remember completing it, but I expect I did. Oh, um, Clive did. Yeah. Um, do you think you got far in it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 twice round. Who wouldn't for a kiss from Lucy? 
<laughs> and if it, and if it came out on the Master System and the Nest, did you see many second-hand uh, cartridges going around? Or uh, not you much? see, that's funny. The that Master System version, I never, ever, ever saw it, ever. Which means it's probably really expensive. It's probably I'm going to guess that's a rare one. In fact, I'll look it up on the good old eBay. I, I bet that was um on eBay. Yeah, that was a late one. Um it I think it might come out nineties, which obviously by then the Mega Drive was out, and I'm gonna guess uh let's just see. Uh yeah, thirty quid. Uh oh, forty quid. Oh complete blimey, there's one here from France for eighty five quid. Uh, or oh, the cartridge on its own, 25 quid. Oh, there's one here from Spain, 103 pounds complete. What? So, yeah, it, it, I think it was it was so late in the life of the Master System that that just, it just didn't sell. All right. Um, so, no, I never saw it in the shop. Um, I mean, in fact, having said that, even Double Dragon, because, I mean, Double Dragon was relatively popular on the NES. Um, and mm. the the best version, I the only one I really liked, the sort of home versions of Double Dragon, was Super Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo. But, um, yeah, it's a shame we never, never, you know, the Renegade and Target Renegade, it would have been nice, if, particularly if Target Renegade had made it onto the home consoles. And we got a sort of uh, flashier version, but anyway, there we are. It remains as yeah. a as a spectrum game. Good, good. Those are the best. Yeah. Let's. Um, what do you reckon? Time to uh, yeah. pause and go and play it. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. So, if, uh, if, if those of you who are watching it on the YouTube channel, there is a link below to Renegade where you can play it online. Do have a go and join in, and uh, you can well, yeah, see what you think of it. We should be back in a few seconds. The magic of the internet. We aren't really going anywhere. Uh, we'll be back in a few seconds, and uh, yeah, we can see what we think about Renegade. And welcome back to part two of Spectrum Days, the podcast, the return, <laughs> where we're looking at Renegade. Um, thank you for pausing and playing the game if you did. If you didn't, you can always do it now. Um, I've put a link to it underneath this very video if you are watching us on our YouTube channel. Did you play Renegade? If so, let us know in the comments. We're going to let you know now what we thought of Renegade. Um, where did you play it? What did you play it on, Chris? What did you think? How far did you get? Did you get past flipping Bertha? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the local arcade and played the um, the arcade version and Renegade Two that's just come out <laughs> in the arcade. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, first of all, I was playing Space Harrier on the uh, hydraulic chair. Did version. you play Renegade and um, Renegade on the hydraulic chair version? <laughs> <laughs> no, I played on a Spectrum emulator. I'm afraid he, I didn't even have the tape. I had to play on the on the emulator. I also played. A little bit of the arcade version on on an arcade emulator, but spoiler alert: the Spectrum version's the best I one. I agree. Out, out of interest, you say uh, you played it on the arcade. Which version did you play? The Japanese original or, or the the US 
version. US version, yeah, I think. me too. I actually couldn't <laughs> find the, the Japanese. I couldn't yeah, find it. No, yet. I couldn't find it either. Exactly. I, I'm sure it's out there, but I, yeah, the one I played was the, the one that is the reskinned version that's like the Spectrum version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... It's not as good as a spectrum. So, did you remember it then? Because I know in the first yes. part, you were sort of wondering whether, oh, was it Target Renegade? Or I remember, blah, blah, blah. So, you, you played the spectrum no. one, and you just think, oh, Def- yeah, that's the one. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I played it, um, definitely. Uh, and I definitely remember not having the patience to beat Big Bertha either when back in the day. And I didn't really have the patience to be at this time either. Now, that is very, very interesting. I know how smells can bring back memories. Getting to Big Bertha <laughs> brought back a memory. And it's exactly the same. I distinctly remember as kids sat around that rubber key spectrum getting to that point. And I'm not sure we ever did <laughs> get past Big yeah, Bertha. I, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think... I. Sh- I think I think if I put the time in now, I, I could could do it because you. I think the first level I just kind of cleared off with. Um, you've just got to be a bit patient. Although there's a time limit, and I mean, all these spectrum games have it's time limits so as well, cruel. don't they? Yeah, I'd forgotten there was a time limit. Yeah, when when I, when I first turned it on, I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was doing all right. Yeah, well, because. <laughs> Well, that's right, Manic, Mi- Manic Miner as well. I mean, Manic Miner is hard enough as it is, the puzzle, but that's also got a time limit. And this is the same, it's got a time limit. So, if Because you could be patient and just kind of like throw out a few punches and dodge them, punch, yeah. dodge, punch, dodge. And that's that's the kind of way forward. And, and I mean, I'm, you know, not great at all these games because you know, <laughs> I don't seem to have enough, I don't have enough patience for it. <laughs> well, I mean, I do, t- I obviously take this very seriously I mean, very seriously, uh-huh. the amount of time on the review for for Ghosts and Ghouls, for example, um, ghosts, that ghosts was a and you know, serious amount. <laughs> ghosts, ghosts, and ghosts and goblins. Ghosts, ghosts and goblins. We reviewed Ghosts and Ghouls, didn't we? <laughs> Ghoulies and goblins. <laughs> ghosts and ghouls and ghosts and ghouls. Ghouls and ghosts. That was your favourite. You see? Yeah, you see, I take it very, very seriously. I'm looking at my notes. There aren't any turtles in this, are there? No, 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 but it's, so yeah, the first level is kind of like, I've tried a few different tactics. At one stage, I thought the best way to clear the whole, the the first level was to go in the top right hand corner and they couldn't get behind you and they just kind of like queued up to get kicked to death. Um, But then when the boss comes alive, he, he seems to like notice and gets away with it. Then I tried doing the, uh, also going to the the edge and then kicking them off or punching them off uh, off the platform because then they would die. But then if they get if they hit you off the platform, you die. So in the end, it was just flying kicks to clear the first level. What was your what was your tactic? Yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I well, people are now watching it. If they're watching it on YouTube, they're watching me play. I played it four times through to record the footage. And as we've just established, each time getting to blooming Bertha was as far as I could get. So I made four attempts <laughs> to try and get past Bertha. And just like Chris has said, I, I would return to it and probably could eventually, but time time's not allowing. <laughs> um, but yeah, turning it on and playing it, I, I, I immediately was like, oh yeah, I remember it. I remembered it straight away. I remembered, I think after like the first go, 
I remembered, oh yeah, when you get to like three men left on the screen, then the boss sort of comes alive, so to speak. He's sort of hanging yeah. around in the background looking cool, smoking a cigarette. If, the, if it was high fidelity enough on the spectrum, he'd probably be smoking a cigarette, flipping a coin or something, or carving <laughs> carving somebody's name into the train behind him with a, with a knife, <laughs> just sort of waiting his turn. So you, if you... You with that, that first level, you've got, and the second, you've got ledges. As Chris is saying, you can knock them off. So again, if you're watching the footage, mm. you'll probably see that you either fly and kick them off, which sort of knocks them back, and they'll go over, or you can punch and kick them with your back to the ledge, then throw them behind oh. you. Throw yes. them. <laughs> there is a throw move. Did you not notice the throw move? <laughs> Ah, um, on the arcade version, yes, but on the Spectrum version, I don't think I ever threw anyone. Oh dear! And and I also would say that I couldn't always. You know, when you knock someone on the floor and you can then go and uh, get um, uh, on top of them and, and punch them in the face whilst they're grounded. Yeah. I couldn't always do that. I couldn't tell you how you do it. You just sort of sometimes I can get it to do that, and sometimes I can't. Yeah, it's not always to get easy to get on top of someone. Oh yes, but yeah. So <laughs> if you if you get near that edge, and you punch and kick them and knee them, and you've got hold of their shoulders, and then you can throw them over, throw them over the edge. But if you do that without attacking any of the other blokes, when then the boss comes yeah. out, you've then got three blokes who've got no energy missing. So one of the tactics right. is to spend some time and actually hit all of the guys so at least yeah. all of them have had a hit and have got some of their energy taken yeah. off. So by the time the boss yeah. comes out, they're easier to dispose of because the trouble is he immediately buddies up with someone, doesn't he? So as soon as the boss yeah. comes out, that's it, bang, he's glued to one of his mates. It's like they're holding yeah. hands. It's like they suddenly become Siamese <laughs> kung fu people, and they. Well, sometimes. Go on. Well, sometimes, and sometimes you get kind of like stuck on throwing a combo, and so so then someone gets you from behind or whatever on the side, right? So, oh yes. You kind of. I just felt like the flying kick was the best, the most the most efficient thing. <laughs> There's no shin kick though. You're missing a shin kick. Yeah, yeah, it could they could do with the a old shin fallback. Kick, I suppose they just <laughs> move. Yeah, <laughs> but you use the word cool, but it is cool. It did it did make me think like oh I could I could definitely imagine that back in the day it felt like oh this is like a film, um, but even now try because I thought it was really cool like, they, when they grab you from behind. They're not actually causing you damage until one of their colleagues uh, appears to punch you in the gut, yeah. right? So, and then, so he's holding you from behind, and you can kick the guy who comes comes yeah. at you. So, so it's really, I mean, that is like a, like in a film, right? It's like, oh, he's holding me back, you know, like, and you and you kick out, and then you can, then you headbutt him, I think, to get rid of the uh, the grasp, yeah. and then you can keep keep going, and that that kind of thing. I thought that was really cool. I was trying to think, well, what kind of games are like this now? And I suppose, well, I don't know if you can think of any, but I suppose it's like Grand Theft Auto, right? You walk along, along hitting people and picking up the baseball bat. Yeah, but I, I don't. But I, 
I can't think of a game where someone holds you and he's just like literally just like holding you back um, and you can still fend off the enemy. I thought that was really, I think that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I mean, we we mentioned it briefly, sort of mentioned it in the first half, but we've reminded ourselves more by playing it, which is the whole point of doing the podcast, is that there really is so much in it that became the sort of modern mainstay of beat-em-ups, that there's so many different things all crammed into one that we hadn't seen being able to sort of throw characters yeah. could you you never ever in games have that ability to attack a character once he's been thrown to the floor they're normally 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 sprites they've got a few bits of animation walking a few bits of animation punching or kicking and then led down and that's it they're usually out yeah. of the game they might flash and then disappear but this, they, you, they, think they, all just, you can still go and interact <laughs> with that person and, and do more damage whilst they're on the floor. Is, I, I can't remember that happening before in games. Well, you know. Yeah. When was Altered Beast out? <laughs> Altered Beast. <laughs> yeah, 1989. <laughs> yeah, but then no, no wonder uh, when people were getting Altered Beast with their Mega Drives, everyone's Basic. so impressed with the graphics the huge graphics and all that stuff terrible um and and then this this just does so much more it is it's 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 pretty pretty technical game that i i mean so not just the the beating up of characters while they're on the floor and not just the throwing but it's the actual ai and the way the sort of crowd of um the, the bad guys, they sort of swarm around you. But they if you get them, you sort of have to herd them. I was describing about getting them off the edge of the screen, being able to throw them off the precipice at the uh, the first level, which is a train station. The If you get on one side of them, one will sort of sneak around the top and try and come around the top of you and behind, or underneath you and try and come up behind. So there's this constant sort of dance happening on the screen while you've got, multiple characters multiple enemies left but once you manage to pick off a few of those enemies um and then it sort of becomes a more one-on-one thing which is what i say one of the sort of you know uh, techniques of getting through the level is is destroying all the goons first and then dealing with the bad guy the boss on on his own so once you got through that first level the next level is sort of um is you sort of by the water's edge you want to sort of uh, is it like a pier, isn't it? A sort of thing with the motorbikes coming at you, and you got to try and get yeah, yeah, the, and the that, motorbike guy kick them off. Yeah, and that was like, it was really quite thrilling. <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, a, a sense of achievement of uh, dealing the flying kick. Although, although I got to say, the first time that so the bikes come on the screen, and you've got to time a flying mm, kick, you got to time it right. Um, you? Yeah, and I knew what I had to do. I remembered. Uh, but I missed it a few times the first go round, and then I did take out all the bikes. And then what happened was that um, the other enemies didn't come down from the top of the screen. It just nothing happened. It just kind of there was a bug. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That was only the first, only the first time. Um, and I did it. Go, I went back and played it again, and, and I managed to, you know, get past it. And I found the second level some kind of easier than the first level. Yeah, I yeah, I, th- I think it is. I agree. It took me more goes. I mean, the footage will will 
um, show that people are watching it on YouTube. Um, yeah, I felt like that that first level is, yeah, there's something tougher about it. Or it's just because we were getting used to the controls and how it works in the first level and the second level is easier. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. But I, I find the bikes frustrating. I think the first time I got to them, I think I missed the timing quite a bit, get, getting knocked over. And if there's that difference, that the timing between your animation of the man slowly getting back up, I think the bike was coming along again. <laughs> by the time I was getting up so I, was, I couldn't actually get up <laughs> it was like constantly just being knocked over it was frustrating um, but yeah again but on that level again you've got this it's almost the same isn't it you, you've got a ledge where you can knock them off at one end it's just it's sort of sort of the same um, the bad guy this time he's got a different move though isn't he? he's got a sort of roundhouse kick so he's got yeah, a sort of longer yeah. range move. That's the only real difference between the, the sort of the bad guys. He's slightly yeah, tougher boss. But the flying kick deals with that as well. You just game. spammed the flying kick, didn't you? May have mm. done. But in, in the arcade version, they they do duck the flying kick, yeah. right? They don't on the spectrum. Yeah, they are a bit more intelligent look, than, the, than the arcade. Yeah, look at that, our intense deep research and 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 play testing yeah, here yeah but <laughs> like i spotted a difference <laughs> more color in the arcade <laughs> yeah more color but i mean still the spectrum one is still got yeah the the graphics it's are still, great i mean they were they're cool it it's like you think oh yeah you can see the colors on it and of course there's all that you know the technical um uh, reasons and, and and why graphics couldn't be better or whatever on the spectrum, but you could just—I'm pretty sure they took care over this game. Mm. This is a this feels like a game that people that they really took um, took their time and, and care over. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to find the, the speak to someone who made it and see if they really had. They probably it was probably a rush job. I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> got <it> was, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the art look the art looks great. Um, and I, yeah, it just uh, for me, it felt responsive. I, I don't, I didn't feel frustrated playing it. I mean, some occasionally I would, you know, throw a punch when I didn't want to, or whatever. Yeah. But it just felt good. The only, the only thing I didn't like um, is the music. It just doesn't seem to fit. <laughs> I know this is your job yeah, to do the a, imitation of the song. It's a but. surf game. It's it it sounds like a surfing <laughs> game. The only time. <laughs> it's a hit. The only time it seemed to make sense was when you die. When you die, it, the music seemed to work. Um, and now, we've been through, I mean, I think we talked about, what game was it that had music and sound effects on the Spectrum that we talked about recently? Ooh. But I think that was a generally a difficult thing on the Spectrum. Now I can't think if, was if it this Manic game Minor? even had sound effects. Is it Manic Minor? Yeah, but Manic Minor, yeah, maybe. It's maybe. got that lovely, lovely sound every time you jump. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so Renegade doesn't have sound effects, right? When you hit, uh, just the music. Oh God, I'm not sure now. Now you've said that, I spent all that time playing it, and now I can't remember whether it's got sound effects when you punch. No, I think it has, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. 
Oh no, I can't oh, think no. either. Oh, my brain's gone. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, 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 <laughs> they will. Sure. Why are you even doing this if you can't remember if it's got sound effects and music? I know. I know. That's a sort of raison d'etre of, of, of reviewing Spectrum games. We should know whether it's a game that's capable <laughs> of doing both. I'm trying to remember that I think I might be confusing it with Target Renegade, that the Target Renegade, there was a Spectrum Plus 2, uh, sorry, a, you know, 128K version. I think you could, and I think the difference is A was, I think, was music, and B, I think you could throw the characters in um, um, uh, Target Renegade, but on the if you play Target Renegade or forty eight K, you couldn't throw them. So it was obviously whether it was sort of an extra load of animation that they couldn't fit in, or quite what the reason was. Someone let us know on um, on uh, uh, the uh, the um, comments. That's the word I'm looking for. The comments underneath, if you can remember, I think that's what it's. I think that's the difference. Is obviously the difference between that and the arcade, as Chris has already said, was that. Um, the AI is a little bit more sneaky uh, in that it will duck some of the moves. But for me, the big difference in the arcade was the three buttons. On the Spectrum, of course, it's re- everything is reduced to one button. The, the, the button, just uh, your fire button, so to speak, just has everything. You just punch. It does the backward kick. It does the throw. Um, but you use movement, so you press up and your attack button, it does the flying kick. And I think when you try and attack the people on the ground, you're pressing down and then attack to pummel the face while they're on the floor. Whereas the arcade, and this actually really confused me, I didn't particularly like it. It might work slightly easier if you're using a joystick and actual arcade buttons, but you actually attack left and attack Right, so you've got a button that attacks to the left, and you've got a button attacks to the right. And you've then also got a jump button. So in the arcade, um, it's, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Those you're using three buttons, one attacks left, one attacks right, one jumps. And so then you jump, you do jump button and then attack, and it will do a flying kick. Um, so yeah, I found I found the arcade layout, the arcade buttons, slightly more complicated. Actually, for me, it worked better yeah. on the Spectrum, being just one button. Absolutely, Nor- we've been saying in all the other podcasts that we would like another button to be able to no jump or another button to do some other sort of attack or a block or whatever. But bizarrely, for me, I found the arcade, and I did play it afterwards. I played the arcade after playing Spectrum, and both of us, as we've already said, neither of us have played the arcade version before. I find that really complicated. Did you find that the same? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's some kind of like muscle memory from all you know from from thirty something years ago, or if it just really just was better on the spectrum because on the arcade one but didn't the attack buttons change or something depending on the direction you're looking well, as well yeah so as i say you got a if you want to attack to your left you press the left attack button but if you're pushing the joystick the opposite direction and you press it i think you do the back kick yeah yeah i don't know yeah i just think that the guy yeah i just think that renegade it was well, interesting right because then 
I mean, it must have been very successful. We spoke about in the first one that that that, that they the Ocean then went ahead and made their own sequels, mm. right? So which weren't in the arcade and had nothing to do with that game. And I just think that they just did a, such a great job. They did a really good job. Yeah. Um, but um, so that yeah, the, those levels. I mean, like like, but neither of us beat. Birth, no, so but the, but but I mean, it's I, a great I, I I will go back to play this. I only didn't beat Bertha because I had enough time to play it four times, you know, to record it for the podcast. I haven't got yeah. hours and hours to play games. Like a lot of people listening to this, we just don't have the time anymore, like we did when we were a kid. Sadly, to spend all afternoon when you get home from school until it's time you're time you're told to go to bed to play Renegade. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, but but if we were really good players, yes, we are rubbish. You can, yes. com- you can, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can. You can complete the game in like five. Well, yeah, minutes. I, I don't know how many levels there are. I can get a guess is not more than five or six. Is there something like that? I don't know. No, there, no, there's only one. Yeah, there's only one more after. Is it? Earth, oh my god! Um, right, wow. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you if you look up on YouTube, search for RZX Archive, right? Uh, Renegade walk, Renegade walkthrough, ZX Spectrum. It just. I mean, so you were cheating. Great, you were you trying to use game. a walkthrough were you to help you get past Big Bertha. Is that what you're? Is that what you're confessing? <laughs> no, now, live no, on the no, no, no. I was just watching it. No, no, no. I was just watching it afterwards, ah, just to see, yeah. just to see. Ah. Um, but it, and he plays so, or he or the, the person playing, he's like plays in a complete. I mean, like I said, yeah, I was spamming the flying kick. Whilst this guy, this person, is like doing a punch, then a back kick. Then he's on top of someone. Then uh, he's, you know, throwing someone. He's doing all the all the things you've got to do. He wasn't just spamming the um, flying kick. Is this when you discovered there was a throw? No, I did accidentally throw someone in the arcade one. That's why <laughs> I thought there was. Then I wasn't sure if there was one on the spectrum, and then I saw there was one on. The, and then I'm like, oh no! Well, actually, in the, I'm not even sure if in this walkthrough he uses the throw. Why? I don't think the throw is very effective. That's just because you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is that. There is that. There is a Russian attack on the arcade. A Russian one. Yeah, Russian. No, Rush. <clears throat> rush. Rush. N. Apostrophe attack. <laughs> rush attack. Russian rush, attack. So, yeah, you double tap, don't you? And you run. And then you can hit as you're running. Did you not find that? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but you didn't. Did you get past the first level in no, the arcade? No. Neither did you. I know you didn't for a fact. <laughs> if I didn't, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It, it is, is true. so hard. It's really, really hard. It's because well, because I think it's because the controls just seem so strange to us after playing yeah, the Spectrum one, help. where they they got it all yeah. right. They got it right. I mean, they they really got it right. There's other games we've looked at these old ones, and I've been like, well, they didn't test it, they didn't play test it, they didn't improve things. But I would say. That this one, they they must have done. I'm sure there was a lot of tweaking going on to get that right, but it just plays really well. It does. It does. It's amazing how they distilled what is actually quite a complicated and an admirable fighting system for an arcade game 
as we've said, which we hadn't really seen before, to distill all those moves, three buttons into one button, and for it to still work, is incredible. But so the only yeah. thing it's lost, I think, is that double tap running attack, which I don't think you do on right. the Spectrum. I think everything else is in there. Flying kick, attacking people yeah. on the floor, throwing them over your shoulder, back kick. Yeah, I, I, well, punch, the punching, you know, stunning the opponent, grabbing the opponent. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, just, I can't think what else is missing from the arcade. From the first level of the arcade, this is. If, <laughs> if there's anything else in the rest of Renegade on the arcade that people want to tell us about, if you do pick up weapons or something later on, we haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite annoyed you couldn't, it, couldn't pick it, up the whips in level three of Renegade and, and all the all the baseball bat. Yeah, but then we have. I haven't played Target Renegade, and I seem to. I, but then again, is it Target Renegade that you could do that, or is it Double Dragon? I'm not sure. But um, the weapons, I vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, weapons. Yeah, you can Target Renegade. You can yeah. pick up weapons. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I yeah, I can sort of remember that as well but i haven't played that so it'd be interesting to play that and see if, if if the memories come flooding back just like they did with this but it's well again it felt very much like i um uh where the way of the exploding fist it was kind of like yeah i like i like this it feels good i don't there's nothing to rage about except for the music <laughs> um but i i get if i had to if i mean maybe because like looking at this walkthrough the guy completes it in like Four minutes, 55 what? seconds or something. Is that all it takes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I know walkthroughs, there's some people who do like, you know, for modern games and stuff, and these are people who can really know what they're doing. But looking at it, I mean, with the time limits that you've got on each level, I think with a little bit of patience to get past Bertha, and once you've worked that out, you know, the, there isn't that much content. So let's say this was £10 with inflation... Uh, we've talked about this a few times before, but that must have been, you know... It was 7 dollars 95 7 What's that nowadays? That's uh, seven ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers haven't changed, Chris. I think they find they're still the same. And we haven't got the euro. So... Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just covering while you go online on to calculatemyspectrumgame.com well, 19, to work out, work out how much they are now. I'm Wait, a sad git, how much are my games worth now.com. £7.95 yeah, in 1980, whatever it was, four. No, 1987. What am I talking about? God, 1987, 1987, sorry. 1987, 7 95 in 1987. I reckon that's £16.52. £26.81 pence what? today. It can't be. Yeah, yeah. I've plugged it into a uh, inflation calculator that you can find via Google. Other. I put in £7.95, 1987 to 2023. The cumulative price change is 259%. What? Uh, so, yeah, converted back £28.61. So, this game was fun and all playing in an emulator. <laughs> 30 quid. But if my. 
But if my 15-year-old son spent £30 on something that you could complete in five minutes, I'm not sure what I'd think. Wow. There are some websites where you could spend 30 quid for a few minutes. Oh, yes. Well, that is true. And, yeah, like, um, yeah, FIFA points and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. sports-related. Gambling? Yeah, or gambling. (laughs) You talk. <laughs> or beer, gambling or beer. Okay. Uh, we, we, All right. Maybe we I would prefer to play Big Renegade Bertha anyway. So you know. No, no. She she stopped so. us at the uh, three minute thirty mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it begs begs the question. What were we doing then with all the spare time? Because we can't have played that. I mean, that you couldn't have played that many hours at home, right? I mean, it's... Well, I seem to remember playing it a lot. Because, quite frankly, the, we've reviewed, what, seven or eight games I think we've looked at now. Uh, can you call them reviews? Well, no, I'm just using it because I don't <laughs> know what else. I don't know what the word to call it. What else? Vague, meandering about. memory again doesn't. It just doesn't work as a phrase, does it? <laughs> so the other games that we extensively reviewed, I'm not sure I remembered everything about them. But this one, like we said, as soon as I started playing it, everything was evocative of playing it. I remembered the sort of the, the the font of the choosing and defining your keys and the noise that makes when you input the choice of keys. Um, yeah. The music, the hilariously brilliant music, uh, all the various moves, the, the way the characters move around you and swarm around you when the bosses come out. And it was all incredibly familiar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I reckon the music, I'm, my music sensibility must have hated that so much that I just turned the TV volume down because I can't remember the music. <laughs> That's the only thing I can't remember. <laughs> I even remember the way it loaded, that you'd get that coloured flashing border around the loading screen once the tape had finished, yeah. once the data had finished loading in, you'd get that flick, flick, yeah. flick, flick, flick of the colours and then it would just go. That would be where it would cut out i remember this game is not that, loading quite a lot is that common in other games as well though just the point at which it would do it and you'd have that flashing uh. border around it it uh, i don't know it, it, it as i say it, everything about it was very memorable very took me back to being eight or nine or ten or wherever i was then and yeah know, yeah, and that's the thing. I wonder if it's partly to do with that. Like some of the Mega Drive games that we've looked at, which I didn't own the Mega Drive, John owned the Mega Drive. Mm. Maybe I don't have that connection with them, but these Spectrum ones, there's nothing that makes me want to hate them. <laughs> I just <laughs> like them. <laughs> they make me feel comfortable. They take me to my safe place. <laughs> Spectrum is your safe place. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just Big Bertha keeps blocking you. (laughs) (laughs) I said blocking. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. The more Spectrum games we look at, I wonder if that's. I mean, yeah, twelve years old, whatever. Not a care in the world, I suppose. 
I mean, for those of you who are just, watching um, it on the video, you will probably have seen some of the Target Renegade footage. I did play it for the sake of um, putting some of the footage on there. And that it was equally memorable. Um, I, I will put the link to that as well. I believe that's playable via the Internet Archive. I'll put that link as well. And you ought to have a go at that, Chris. It's it's brilliant. And it's a shame we can't play that two-player because that was two-player, which I'm not sure we've mentioned, but Renegade is, is very much single-player. And I believe in the arcade it was as well, bizarrely. I don't think it, that they just balked it for the Spectrum version. I think the, the yeah. arcade was single-player as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Target Renegade, very much a two-player game, and it's great. It's even better than, than Renegade, so I highly recommend playing it. It would be as pointless as doing a whole whole another podcast on just Target Renegade, but um, it's worth well, mentioning I it. I don't know. In a couple of years' time, who knows? Maybe we'll come back to it. When we, when we got past Big yeah, Bird, so we'll... Um, 200. Because <laughs> 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 so, on the um, Mega Drive Mini 2... Um, there's that Streets of Rage. Ah, is it Streets of Rage? Yes. I think Streets of Rage 3 is on there, yeah. And would that be anything like this? Well, it, you can knock yes, people down, it is. you can beat them up when they're on the floor. Well, yeah, well, certainly the original Streets of Rage, I don't remember you being able to attack on the floor. People will have to correct me on that one. And I've not played 3 for such a long time. I played the original not all that long ago. It's one of those games I do return to. The Streets of Rage series is probably one of my favourite series. And I love beat-em-ups, and that's why I loved Renegade, Target Renegade. It's what start. This is where it started for me, really, was, was yeah. my love of beat-em-ups. I didn't even really know what they were until Renegade, quite frankly. And then really it was then it was arcade beat-em-ups from then on, which I absolutely fell in love with. You know, the Golden Axe. In fact, Golden Axe to this day, I think, is still the only arcade game I completed in the arcade on 20p. So one credit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, wow. it's the only only game in the arcade that, that I, I completed because I played it so much. And then Love Turtles in the, in the arcade, which is the four-player, oh, yeah, four-player cabinet. Too. I mean, yeah, brilliant. And Simpsons was the other one, four-player beat-em-up. I mean, I absolutely, yeah, yeah they're one of my all-time favorites. That and platformers, platformers and beat-em-ups were my thing. And yeah. it all started with Renegade. Like, and I don't think I've played Streets of Rage, so I would like to play that. That would be a slightly different episode. You can you can reveal your memories of it and <laughs> experience yeah. it. Yeah. So I think that was that was so we found a good one. Yeah, okay. although I'm a bit yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit um, you know, it's a bit disappointed you didn't complete it. No, well, if, if Big Bertha hadn't blocked me, then um, I'd, I'd be well on my way to getting to the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got a, if you've got a spare six minutes, you can have another go this weekend. That's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite pleased. To, <laughs> quite pleased that we've uh, both found a game that we like playing at last. Yeah, yeah. But all, I'm beginning to wonder if um, you know the Spectrum games are our particular security blanket. You know, like um, a safe safety, our safe space. We both remember them equally well, yes. At the time, we both had a Spectrum, and uh, it was also all we were exposed to was uh, was Spectrum games. We didn't have some other thing to go and move on to or be distracted by as far as games go. Well, there was a BBC Micro at school. Mm, yeah, well, we all had one of those at school. It, it did nothing. Yeah. It played Elite, and that was it. Elite, exactly. <laughs> that was Elite. all it did. <laughs> Elite. 
And a friend had one at home, actually, and he, and I played Red Baron. Oh, yes. A lot. Yeah. I really like Red Baron. Yeah, I do like, remember go that. His house. Yeah, load up Red Baron. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah, there was a version sort of came out later on the Atari Lynx. I think it might... Was it Blazing Skies or something like that? And there was something on the Amiga, which is another similar one. It might have been something like Red Baron as well. Yeah, can't remember. But yes, yeah, good good flight, flight sim shooter type game. <laughs> sim, flight sim. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm using the words of the time. <laughs> now we look back, yes, we might think, no, it was a jerky mess. Two frames Get a second. Flight sim. <laughs> <laughs> there was an altimeter, the working, working altimeter on the screen. I think, I think that qualifies as a flight sim, isn't it? In Red Baron, you just did loop. You just kept doing loops and just constantly <laughs> shooting. It's not a fight scene. Look, like combat <laughs> on the Atari. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, talking about flight sims, um, I think we were talking about doing um, uh, Desert uh, Desert Strike next. Desert Strike. Yeah, I think we should. I, th- I think it's been a while since we've looked at a shooter. We've not not looked at an isometric one. Uh, reminds me slightly of the sort of Amiga-y type games. But yeah, this was a Mega Drive game. We've not looked at the Mega Drive for a while. Yeah, why not look at Desert Strike? The first one, Return to the Gulf, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we, we talked about Choplifter, uh, but then I was lazy saying, well, yeah, this this game, Desert Strike, is on the uh, Mega Drive Mini 2. That we've both so got. The, yeah. <laughs> so we can play that easily. Well, I've got, I got the Genesis. <laughs> of course, yes. Yes, Chris Chris over there in America has got the Genesis 2 Mini, or whatever yeah. it is. I've got the Mega Drive yeah. 2 Mini. <laughs> we'll see if they're different. Apparently they are yeah, different. Exactly. Apparently they are. Apparently, apparently the US and the English or UK PAL version of Desert Strike is different. So we'll see whether they are. Well, the cardboard box and the mini was different. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are, folks. Join us next time where we'll be looking at Desert Strike. <laughs> if you'd like to follow us here on the lovely youtube do uh, obviously we're on facebook we've got a facebook page now which is below and we're on twitter and all the other streaming possibilities as far as a podcast goes as what are they what are the what are the podcast things that we're on um spotify and what's the other thing uh apple podcast oh that's it yeah for those people who've got apples <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on there with your superior machines you middle class lovely people <laughs> <laughs> remember to subscribe and like that's what the people say yeah yeah do all that and uh, yeah I hope you enjoyed this one <laughs> looking at the lovely renegade and we're gonna yeah, switch things up and look at the lovely lovely desert strike see you next time folks thanks for listening bye <laughs>